0: My name is Jack McLean. I'm the host and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learned during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development, i.e. what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week. From there, we pick one lifestyle focus, for example, getting to sleep by 10 p.m., five days a week, and a physical focus, for example, bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program. From there, each athlete joins me live every week at 5 p.m. Sundays, and I present on a certain topic. The Athletes Journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their Get Better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation and I want to share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday and on Sundays I host a live Instagram Q&A, answering all questions that were sent to us via direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2K time trial, or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Let's get into today's episode.
1: Hi there, Jack McLean here from Prepare Like A Pro and welcome to my training program for elite physical preparation, uh, a football-specific program. And today I'm just going to take you through an intro to uh, my philosophy around training as well as the lifestyle um, that I believe uh, you need to uh, live to be able to get the most out of the training program uh, and maximise your athletic potential. First, I just wanted to intro the sport of football and why I believe it's the hardest sport to prepare for. Uh, Just to list a couple of facts. Uh, It's the largest ground that a team-based sport uh, plays on. So that obviously increases the physical demands uh, in terms of aerobic capacity, your ability to uh, have endurance with your legs and run out the game. Uh, and also due to the wide amount of space, you're able to get up to high speeds and high repeat speed efforts. Um, the football game is also the longest uh, duration of all team-based sports. Um, and it has the most amount of players on the ground at one time. So the 360-degree nature of, of the game uh, means that you've got to be ready Uh, and strong enough to be able to get contact from all different angles, uh, even if you're blindsided compared to um, sports like rugby where it's front on and you can, you can brace and prepare. So you need to be able to jump, kick, catch, be mobile enough to pick up the ball at speed on the ground, uh, be able to be agile and uh, avoid uh, tackles um, or bumps. Um, So it's, very challenging sport to prepare for, but it's also why it's so enjoyable to be a part of. Uh, and it's a, uh, an Im- important to approach it in a generalist approach rather than a specialist approach more often than not. First, I just wanted to thank uh, the mentors that I've been lucky enough to have over my journey. So Luke Boyd, the top left corner, he's the current physical performance manager at Hawthorne Football Club. Uh, Andrew Russell, who was the performance manager at Hawthorne Football Club when I was interning at the club three years ago. He's now at Carlton Football Club. And Sean Murphy, who I'd worked with at the Box Hill Hawks as well as Hawthorne Football Club, he's now the head of fitness at uh, Essendon Football Club. So very lucky and I've um, drawn a lot of my um, both philosophy and methods from these guys Uh, and lucky enough to have them as part of my uh, influencing my career today. So first, I just wanted to discuss the iceberg metaphor and how that applies to performance. When we look at the top of an iceberg, uh, it obviously doesn't look as big as it is uh, underneath the um, surface. Um, So at first sight, and, and this can be exactly the same as when your teammates um, or people that are older than you get drafted, uh, play a really good game of football, play their first AFL game, first state league game, uh, get picked for a state team, representative team, anything where you see um, the performance side reached and people reaching their goals, that's like the top of the iceberg. Um, So usually that's what we notice most. Um, That's the exciting stuff. However, uh, when we look underneath and um, look at the details and the work that goes into uh, in creating a big iceberg and allowing it to surface, it comes down to the hours and hard work that that athlete has put in over the years uh, with their training and then more specifically with their lifestyle as well. I believe the lifestyle is where you can get a competitive edge. Uh, more often than not, most talented footballers are doing more or less the same type of training Um, and more often than not, the top end guys are doing the similar amount of training. So volume and intensity are around the same, Um, but where there's a big gap uh, is in the lifestyle. And that's where we'll spend a lot of time developing those areas in this program, um, because I believe that can give you a competitive edge Um, and it's a really easy way that you can um, transfer some things that elite athletes are currently doing um, that are full time you can start to practice those habits. Um, so when you reach your goal, if that is to be a professional athlete, you should have more of a seamless transition into that environment because you've you've prepared yourself to live a similar lifestyle. When it comes down to attitude and mindset, when following this program, it's really important that you communicate. I uh, see all relationships 50% my responsibility and 50% the other person I'm working with. So. If I'm 10% off my game, uh, I see that as a 20% deficit because you'll notice um, the drop-off uh, in communication and therefore you'll, you'll probably drop off 10% and it's vice versa. If I notice 10% drop-off, uh, more than likely, it's just human nature for me to drop off 10%. So it can become a, a big deficit in the, in the results of the program. So it's really important that we both have an open and honest relationship Um, Obviously it's challenging while working remotely, but um, we're lucky enough to live in an age where technology helps us out in this regard. So please communicate. Um, It's really important that you develop a thirst for your learning Um, at Hawthorne Football Club. We had a a motto around the athletes drive the bus um, where we're just there to, to guide them uh, along the journey. Um, But it's really important that the athlete is driven. um, They know, why they're working towards their goals, um, and they have a real thirst for learning. And so feel free to please ask plenty of questions. Be curious. Um, don't be scared to um, ask silly questions or um, or be scared to fail. Uh, that's all part of the learning. Uh, you need to make mistakes, and the sooner you get in comfortable with making mistakes, the the better you'll be at reaching your uh, athletic potential. Starting with the training side of the program. So really important. If you haven't started already, start journaling um, your training. Um, little things like uh, your personal best, but also days where you, you mentally may have had a, a challenging day. Note down what was different. Um, was it a lifestyle factor? Maybe your sleep's been off. Um, was it your mood? Maybe if you had a recent um, stressful life moment, Um, So note all these important things down, the big ticket items um, and it helps you build awareness um, and then able to make uh, smarter, more educated decisions on whether you need to adjust your training for the day or um, flag uh, important information to me so I can better prepare your program. So it can be as simple as uh, getting a basic uh, A4 piece of paper, loose leaf. If you've got no, booklet or or just a basic journal um, like this one in the the photo. Uh, I do recommend handwriting. Uh, The research has shown that that's a lot more powerful uh, in mentally engaging yourself to that task when you handwrite compared to the computer. Um, So if you're better able to remember um, something by handwriting, then that's probably going to make a better impact uh, into influencing um, your next... Uh, move in terms of your training and uh, being able to review what's working and what's not. These are some more pros and and some areas that you may want to write down, but there really is no wrong or right. Just write down whatever's important for you and, and look back over time. Um, So some things that it can help success tends to leave clues, clues, sorry. So um, noting down what you got, you know, maybe a five rep max on your bench press and you just increased by five kilos Uh, you might write down what what contributed to that, the important factors. Um, Sometimes when you're in a bit of a performance slump with your football, you may want to look back at your training journal and look how the amount of work that you've done more often than not, when we've had a bad game or a couple of you've strung a couple of bad games together, you think that all that work is undone. uh, When in fact, it's not gone away at all. Um, you, You just need a bit of confidence to get back onto the, performance side of things and sometimes looking back at the work that you've done can help boost your confidence um, and it also can uh, act as an accountability as well so looking at um, what you did last preseason season um, after a really good season uh, and the work that you put in um, that it just didn't happen overnight or by chance of luck it was it was due to the work that you put in so making sure that you don't get complacent the next preseason, that you keep working hard to develop yourself um, sometimes we can look back Uh, at what you're doing and that can help you going forward. So with athletic development, uh, the body is very consistent in how it improves. Obviously, each individual will will differ um, due to their genetics. Um, Some are faster than others. Some are more aerobically um, talented. Um, So there's there's different genetic traits. um, But ultimately, the body will improve by putting a stimulus on it. So physical stress, which is training. From there, your lifestyle will dictate um, whether you maximise the adaptation from that training session or whether you um, break down and lead towards illness or injury or potentially performance plateau. So that's why the lifestyle is so important. That's when your body uh, actually improves and adapts. Rest allows for higher quality training. So that's both in rest days over your week. They allow for more quality across your training sessions and when football is a Technical, technical, dominant sport. Uh, it's really important that you're mentally fresh and, and loving the game so you're able to perform those skills at a high quality. And rest should be planned. Um, so we don't want to just be reactive and, and only rest when you're really fatigued and sore. You want to have dedicated rest days in your in your weekly plan. That's definitely something I adopt um, if I'm designing your training program. Athlete development does differ from skill development. Um, and the main reason being is that we want to um, specifically develop your for your position that you play the game. Um, so, rucks' their gym program will look very different to wingers, um, especially the older you get, as you start to get more specialised. Um, and as well as your conditioning program um, may get may look different, particularly as you get older and later on in your career, to those of wingers. Um, no, also, an important element to take into account. Um, is that the skills and developing your skills, if you manage the type of skills that you're doing, you can work on craft every day uh, and not put yourself at risk for injury. Whereas if you wanna get faster, you can't just start sprinting every day. That's gonna put you at a high risk and eventually you're gonna break down for injury. So that's where it does differ athletic development from skill development is that it needs a lot more time to recover. as as the physical stress is a lot more demanding on the body compared to skills. Uh, You may hear fast tracking um, your athletic development and programs that do this. This is something that I believe is a myth. Um, You can't just increase the demand on the body uh, and expect your ability to improve more often than not. If the demand has just suddenly increased by 30, 50% uh, more than your um, physical fitness, your ability, then that's going to lead to breakdown and then, If you're injured, you're uh, gonna develop a lot slower than someone that's healthy and and continually getting in quality training. Um, So it's really important to not have the mindset that you wanna fast track your athleticism over the next week or two. Um, Be patient um, and continual development over multiple years is is the best approach um, when developing your uh, athlete development
0: for football. Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. Click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com.